Is there anything more classic and merrily macabre than a glowing jack-o'-lantern perched in a window or on a porch, greeting trick-or-treaters with gleaming eyes and a menacing smile? Welcome, dearie, to the Poison Dapples podcast with your All Hallows host, Tracy Walsh. <laughs> Let the trick or treating begin. <laughs> Welcome, spooky one. I am your host, Tracy, and together we can keep the spirit of Halloween alive all year long by exploring history, myth, legend, and modern day October vibes and splendors. This is episode number four, The History of Halloween Part 3. And today, or tonight, wherever you're listening from, we are exploring the history of our treasured jack-o'-lantern. Carving pumpkins in October to set the mood for Halloween has been a coveted autumn tradition in North America for over 200 years. That's a lot of spooked ghouls and roasted pumpkin seeds, don't you think? Early Irish immigrants brought the tradition of carving jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween to North America. In Ireland, they did not have pumpkins, so they used turnips to carve scary faces and placed a burning piece of coal inside the root vegetable. This tradition was deeply rooted in the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, originally celebrated on November 1st, and inspired many modern-day Halloween traditions. On Samhain Eve, October 31st, spirits of the dead were believed to mingle with the living. To ward off restless souls and demons, people wore costumes and carved scary faces into root vegetables, such as beets, potatoes, and turnips, which were plentiful after their harvest. It is believed that the carved-out face is to scare off the bad spirits, and the light that shines from within attracts the good spirits for protection. When the Irish brought the turnip tradition with them to North America, they discovered pumpkins. They soon replaced the turnips with the much more plentiful and easier to carve big orange gourds. In the 18th century, the Irish folktale of Stingy Jack arose, adding character to the essence of carving pumpkins at Halloween. This is just one version of the old tale about a filthy scoundrel of a blacksmith known as Stingy Jack. Jack was a two-faced, deceitful schemer who thrived on manipulating people. His selfish spirit possessed not a shred of humanity or kindness for anyone, and the homeless only repulsed him. Word of his vile reputation reached Satan, who took more than a passing interest in this evil man, so he put plans in motion to meet him. One evening in the dark hills of rural Ireland, one of Satan's devils posed as a dead man waiting for stingy Jack to run into him. When Jack came across the body, a deranged face with wide eyes and an evil grin stared back at him. Stingy Jack instantly realized that this time the devil had come to collect his soul. He begged for a final request, which the demon granted. Jack told him that he wanted just one more drink before he had to depart the world, and he took the devil to the nearest tavern. One drink turned into another, and then another. Before too long, their consumption of alcohol exceeded the demand, and there was nothing left for the pair to drink. When it was time for them to settle up, Jack didn't have any money. He casually turned to his new drinking buddy and suggested that, since he was a devil with magical powers, he could simply transform himself into a piece of silver to pay the tab. The devil obliged, 
but instead of paying, Jack rammed the coin into his pocket. Aware that Stingy Jack had double-crossed him, the devil fought to get out. However, a crucifix in the pocket trapped him in. Jack made a deal with the devil. If he would leave Jack alone for a decade, he would release him from the coin, and the deal was made. Once this amnesty was reached, the devil found Jack once more, ready to take him to hell. This time, however, Jack asked for an apple from a nearby tree to quell his hunger on the long journey. While the devil selected an apple, Jack carved four crucifixes on the bark of the tree trapping the evil being within its branches. On the condition that Jack will not go to hell, Jack once again offered the demon his freedom. Once again, there was little choice but to submit to the man's wishes. Stingy Jack continued the rest of his life safe in the knowledge that he outsmarted the devil not once, but twice. Many years of disorderly behavior finally took their toll. It seemed that Stingy Jack could outsmart the devil, but he could not outsmart death. When he found himself standing in front of the pearly gates, St. Peter turned him away. Heaven, as many people know, would not welcome a lying, deceitful troublemaker. Undiscouraged, Jack headed towards hell where his nemesis was biding his time to get revenge. Satan also refused him entry, citing the agreement they made when Jack was very much alive. Although neither heaven nor hell allowed Jack entry, Satan did grant one last wish. Jack asked him for an ember from the fiery depths to give him a little light while he wandered the world in darkness. Satan picked one small red-hot coal and gave it to Jack. To carry his burning ember, Jack found a turnip and hollowed it out, turning it into a makeshift lantern. Ever since then, Jack's ghost could be seen wandering aimlessly around the Irish countryside. Whenever locals saw mysterious lights, they would say, that's just jack-o'-lantern. Later, the term became synonymous with the name of Stingy Jack's wandering spirit, jack-o'-lantern. The Gaelic-Irish community did not want his spirit visiting their homes, so they took precautions on October 31st, the day of the Celtic festival of Samhain. On this day, the spirits of the netherworld could pass through to the world of the living. Ghosts were attracted to the living, so each home carved a menacing face into turnips and rutabagas and prominently displayed them on their doorstep with a burning ember or candle, just like Jack's lantern. This would surely keep away the spirits, including Jack. The fearsome jack-o'-lantern now symbolizes a welcoming sense of community. Our carved gourds evoked good values and whimsy. They seemed to call to us, come this way. So when you visit the pumpkin patch this fall, Pick out the largest, brightest pumpkin you can find and carve the spookiest face into it, making sure to scare Stingy Jack away from ringing your doorbell on Halloween night. As always, thanks for listening. I have been your All Hollows host, Tracy Walsh, and the creative producer of the Poison Apples podcast which is really just a fancy way of saying, I am the dark queen of multitasking. Your support is spellbinding and makes this podcast possible. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe and follow the Poisoned Apples podcast. And if you're on Apple podcast, remember to leave a friendly review and rating so fellow Halloweenies can find us. You can email me at thepoisonedapplespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. The thematic intro was performed by a talented Canadian voice actress, Louise Porter. All music and sound effects sourced from Pond5 and Freesound and mixed by me, your dark queen of multitasking. I do it all on this podcast. And until next time, my fiend, stay creepy.
Our carved gourds evoke good values, neighborliness, neighborliness. Oh my God. <laughs>